Okay, back to another episode of the podcast. You're listening to The Young Grognard Podcast, and a very special season of the podcast where we're doing a live play for the Wayward Campaign. This is episode two, in case you didn't know. But let's do a quick recap of what happened last time, as I've been segmented to be the one to give the recap, because apparently I'm the only one at the table who can do it. So I'll keep my golden arties to myself. But as the story goes, the party has come wayward from a land to the south, Artaria. The party involves a group of various adventurers who have found the land of Bispardum to be the only place that can really take them on and uh, uh, give them some sort of solace as they are homeless at this point. Um, seeking fame, wo- uh, wealth, and a place to call home. The party has started traveling up the uh, coast north towards Restonford into the barony of Grilonia. Now, as the party is traveling up north, they stop by in the village of Homlet, where they find a lot of work to be done. The party manages to find a lot of information about bandits in the area, as well as hear stories of a village to the, uh, to the east called Nolb, where there's lots of uh, bandits there as well. Um, after speaking with a couple of people who are regarded as being sort of the wise men of the village, Rufus and Byrne, the party also learned that there is some sort of a menace out into the east and the southeast uh, in the old moat house, and he seems to be some sort of an evil being controlling the bandits as sort of the snake's head, if you will. Uh, this man's name is Lareth the Beautiful, and the party was last left off traveling towards the village of Nolb, hoping to get back a stolen trinket from a woman seeking aid. Uh, her husband had ran off with this trinket, and now the party's on their way to retrieve such an item and hopefully find out some more information on the bandit menace in the area. The party was last seen on the road heading to Nolb, where they got stopped by a group of well-dressed fishermen who apparently are also bandits on the side. We stopped in media res right before the beginning of combat. So without further ado, before diving into this combat, let's go around the table and announce the players. It's Rygra, Grow, and I'll be playing Brasol Shineshield, the Paladin today, and Squire Cynthia Ubras, the Knight. Sayoth here playing Action Willy and Golo. It's Greg, uh, the fighter, also known as Ricky Leahy, and the halfling known as Welby Toscobble. Um, and Sarah's playing Llewellyn the Illusionist and Think Think the Dwarf. Wow, what a wonderful group of characters. Let's hope and see if you guys can survive the first round of combat. So, as we left off in that last bit, uh, the characters were just getting jumped by about seven bandits in total. Three from the back in the trees, three from the side up ahead, and one of them dressed regally with a short sword by his side. So, without further ado, we're going to introduce another element of old school gaming that's kind of been left by the wayside, which is a classic initiative system. So, we already have our alignment of the characters set up with... Tough guys in the front, Trixies in the middle, and Squishies in the back. Something like that. But we have to, at this point, decide what the actions are going to be in combat, and then we roll for initiative to see who goes first. Now, this is a really interesting and important system, as it leads to some sort of curveballs you wouldn't expect in combat. If somebody's trying to retreat before they can get killed in combat, and they lose the initiative, they might get killed before they can run away. This sort of unpredictability makes this kind of combat really fun, but old school gaming makes it also very deadly. So, first things first, we're going to go around the table, and I'm going to ask everybody what their actions are for their turn, and let's see how this works out. First and foremost, what's Welby doing? Welby is drawing his bow, 
And does he have a clear shot of one of the bad guys in the back? I'm going to say that everybody who would take out a weapon had the time to do so when that conversation was going My guy never put his weapon away. Was Ricky? No, Welby. Okay. As soon as I made the ring comment, I never put my weapon away just because I had a suspicion that something was a little off. Sure. So we'll just suggest that the people uh, are about 15 feet away in the front and 15 feet away in the back. Um, and so... Being in the middle, do I have a clear shot? Because they're 15 feet away from the uh, the front of the group. And so, yeah, you'd, uh, you'd be about 20 feet away from the group of bad guys in the front. Um, I want to shoot the ones in the back. Okay, they're about 20 feet from you as well. Okay. Um, but, yeah, okay, so he's going to shoot on his turn. What's Ricky doing? Ricky. You're allowed to, by the way, combat actions of this are a little bit different, too. You're allowed to combine a move and an attack. Oh, really? Yeah, so anybody who's wearing no armor at all has a movement speed of 40 feet. Anybody who's wearing light armor, which would include things like studded or chain shirts, they move 30. And anybody who's wearing heavy armor, such as scale mail and above, would only move 20 feet. So you're allowed to combine things if you've got this uh, space for So Ricky, uh, me, and uh, Ryan, let's see if the character's name is the next one. Uh, where are you? Are you in the middle? Yeah, the that's me. That's the Wait, you're here? No, I'm him and him. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, that's for Saul and Cynthia. Are you still walking up front to go confront the guy like you were? Yeah, right? Cynthia's going to. Okay, so I'm going to be walking up with him. Okay. I'm assuming he's gonna be doing the same thing as he was before. Sure, sure. Um, okay, my so weapon out, Ricky's gonna be running up to attack yeah. one of the bandits, a group of them. Um, okay, and then next is Llewellyn. Is Llewellyn doing anything important? Um, no. Just gonna hang. Yep. Okay. Um, and then next we have Dink Dink. Um, Dink Dink is going to, I guess, run up and hit the closest bandit to him. Wherever okay. that would be. Um, because he's in the back, he could rush back to the ones who had the bows in the right. back. Like the two that are hidden, right? Try to hit one of them. Okay. Um, and then next we have Brasol and Cynthia. They're both running up to the front. Well, no, Brasol's going to uh, move to defend someone in the back, like from an oncoming arrow. He's going to try and block an arrow that comes in. Okay, so stand in front of uh, um, any pretty much that gets, like the entirety yeah. of the squishies yeah. and tricksies. Okay, fair enough. Um, and, and that was Brasol, and so Cynthia is going to rush up and hit the the fancily dressed fisherman. I imagine. Yeah, she's going to tell uh, Ricky. She's going to say, "I'll take care of this one in one on one combat. You deal with the other smaller threats." So now, how does that work? Because I already said that I'm going to rush up and attack that guy. Well, this is the part of the first part of the round when you guys are just discussing what's. So going I can on. change what I'm going to do now. Only now. Okay. What's the initiative? You're locked. So as soon as he says that, I'm going to focus on the guy to the that would be to the right. Sure. Okay. Um, so there are three guys in front of us and the fancy dress guy, and then three more behind us. Mm-hmm. And those guys behind you have bows, and the ones okay. in the front have melee weapons. Alright, so. and maybe, okay. Okay. Did that change your opinions? I on mean, Llewellyn's not going to do nothing at this point. Um, but I don't know how hypnotism works. Um, um, so on the, you just you cast the spell and okay. you have to roll saving throws versus it. Then I want to ca- cast hypnotism on the three ranged guys. Okay, what would be the suggestion for the spell? Um... What's their range? I would like them to shoot the guys that are over us. You wouldn't be able to do that. That? Okay, well then I want them to turn around and run. Okay. Okay. That's fair enough. Okay, so we'll cast that spell. Um, And then next we have Golo in action, Willie. Golo's gonna ready his bow and arrow to shoot one of the guys in the back. It's a shootout. And uh, action, Willie's gonna 
jump into the bush to hide. I was going to say, this is not going to look good for Action Willie. One day he's out, or just no matter what. Okay, so now let's roll for initiative. Do you guys want to be the red die or the blue die? Red. All right, Greg, pick red. High roll wins. Great I was going to pick blue because of... <laughs> so blue wins the round, and so they all do their initiatives first. So the first thing that happens is the actions of combat. There are no spells to be had, so instead there's movements. And so the guys in the back who are alongside the fisherman guy, fisherman guy does not move, but the three in the back charge in on the party in the front lines with all the three beefcakes in the front. The fighter, the knight, and the paladin. So they all rush up with weapons at the ready. What's the fighter's AC? Fighter's AC... Three. Um, and so with a three AC, that's actually a wicked tank AC. Uh, for anybody okay. who's listening and doesn't understand the descending armor class system. Which would be everybody. Low is good. Low, low is always good. Boy, you know what? Classic gaming is, is a good thing. Anyway. Um, okay. So for what that's worth with a three, um, he misses terribly on the swing. And then the next one over is the knight. So what is the armor class of Cynthia? It's three for both of mine as well. Damn. Okay, so the the Cynthia manages to get hit, and the Paladin Versal does not get hit. So Cynthia gets stabbed as one of them rushes up and manages to come over her guard for two points of damage. And now we have arrows from the back as they shoot in on the guys in the back here, leaving the back row to be Golo, Action, Willy, and Ding Ding. Question, are these characters considered large? No. <laughs> How large are they? Because I don't know. Well, I got a plus two versus large. Oh, no. Oh, no Wait, hold on. What's Action Willy's AC? Oh, shit. This Six. Is... Oh, no. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta double check this because this might... Um, are we agreeing? Are we saying meets it, beats it in this? Let's just say meets it, beats it as a house rule. Okay. So, in that case, check out my FACO on that. Uh, so, yeah, you said six? Okay, so I missed by literally one. And so nobody Woo! else got hit in that back row. Action so, Willy. Yeah, Action Willy's Dodge Dodging action, left and right. Um, but yeah, so that's their round of combat, and now you guys all get to finish your actions. So those guys in the front that already rushed up, if your action was to attack them, if your action is still to go around them and go hit that, uh, hit the fisherman, you can still rush around and go do that in movement. Yeah, that's what Cynthia's going to do, and then um, because these guys moved up, Rasal's going to take a defensive position here instead. Okay. Um, just because yours involves movement, yours will technically go first, so yeah. you can go ahead and roll an attack on the fisherman guy. And his AC is 6. Okay. So checking the fact. Oh, yep. snap. Okay, roll the damage. Three damage. Three damage? Do you have a strength bonus or anything? Nope. Okay, so you rush up and you stab him and he falls to the ground dead. And what weapon did you use? That was the bastard sword. Oh, yeah, so you run up and you cleave him with a good one and he falls to the ground gurgling. Um, yeah. Okay, and then next would be magic spells. Llewellyn was going to cast a spell on the ones in the back, correct? Right. Okay. It's 1d6, right? Now, you are mine. Um, yes. Yes. Well, in this three. case, since you're only aiming for the three in the back anyway. Well, I got three anyway, so... <laughs> well, yeah, you know, actually that was important, because if you had missed it, then that would have uh, done a thing. Okay, so let's see what we got for our hypnotism. So what does that look like? What do you mean, what does it look like? What does Llewellyn do for that spell? 
Does he like hold up a pendulum or does he hold up a crystal or something? Um, I imagine he's like James McAvoy's version of Professor X, where he's just like. <laughs> he's an illusionist. He does illusion. He doesn't just put a hand on his forehead <laughs> and say. Be-we-. Actually, maybe he does say. <laughs> You know, of all Good spells, I think that hypnotism might be the only spell where <laughs> would That's what I'm thinking. Be, they'd be like, Whoa, is it like... <laughs> I don't know, I just imagine like him being like really low-key about it, but also not low-key about it. Okay, so all three of them immediately drop their bows and run away in fear and just start rushing the other direction and saying like, let's go guys! Like, not as like, oh, okay, I take it back. They didn't run in fear so much as they're like, that's a great idea! And they just start running away as if somebody had told them like, you guys should go home. And they're like, okay! I wink. Okay. And so now we have all the melee uh, missile attacks. So whoever was going to shoot. Golo! So is Golo going to try to shoot those guys when they're turning to run? Sees that they're running and isn't about shooting them in the back, so turns to the one in the front to shoot one of them. Well, because you claimed your shot to be the guys in the back. Okay, then I'll shoot one in the back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm like, well, you already called the shot. You're like, yeah, who needs foundational batteries? That's going to be a hit. Damn. Okay, go ahead and roll damage. Four damage. Okay, four damage kills one. So as they're rushing away in the trio, one of them gets shot in the back and falls around with a foot, kicking up dust. Um, okay. Wah, 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 wah. He <laughs> also says that as he shoots his bow. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know the party's coming. So I'm also, I guess, shooting one in the back. Who? Me, Wobby. Wobby? Was he always going to do that? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Nine plus one. Nope, that's melee. Nine. Okay. <laughs> so nine is a miss. So you shoot off and you go, wee, 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 wee. And they're like, that's whoa, not whoa, what you say. Whoa. Okay. So yeah, the attack misses and the arrow goes flying off. Good thing I can make arrows. Good thing. Um, next we have melee attacks. So, me again, I guess. And me. Mm-hmm. So. Ricky and Basal. Ricky is the closest one to him. You just have like a trio of three of them on your front. And their ACs are all six. Plus one, so yeah. 20. I hit. Check your stack out. There you see a six. You scored it or higher, and you're all set. Oh, so, yeah, I hit it. Okay, so go ahead and roll damage. So, four. That's a kill. What's so, Versal drops the uh, blade, I imagine. What's Versal got for a weapon? Bastard sword as well. Okay, naturally. Bastard okay. sword. So what's the flail? Yeah. Did I write down the, I don't think I wrote down the damage for the flail. The D6. Yep. Well, that's kind of amateur, huh? Plus the strength mod if you got it. Two. Two? Oh boy. So you clonk one of the ones in the front on the shoulder, and he lets out a grunt in pain, and Brasol manages to cleave another one and falls down dead. So before you, now at the end of this round of combat, you have... Time for action! Oh, that's right. Action Willie jumps into the bush. Oh, he flips into the bush. I was going to say, Dink Dink also didn't go, go but Dink Dink was also probably supposed to go at the beginning of the round, too. Let's see if if uh, action. Wait, what was Dink Dink? Well, because Dink Dink was going to run up and attack one of the guys behind us with oh. melee. But well, you know, this ah! is the first time we're ever doing combat for this, so I guess we got to do a little better next time. So action really uh, runs off and jumps into the bush with no problem. Your sweet little cartwheel as he does. What's the next score? I have a fifteen. Yeah, no, he the flying colors. Okay, and then Dink Dink, and we can. He'll just stand there. It's fine. No, no, we can because Dink Dink was able to finish his move, so you can rush up and go chop one too. One of the running away guys. Oh, is that? Because that's who I was for? aiming for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Technically, you have the space for it, and they haven't yet run because it's not their turn. All right, then I guess I'll do that. 
That hits. Four damage. Okay, so you rush up and, and what was the weapon of choice for this? It's game? a war hammer. Okay, so yeah, you smack one of them in the back and he falls to the ground with a thud and a crunch. Capital D, dink. Okay, so let's see. So we officially shot off one of them in the back, running away. Dink Ding ran up, caught another one in the back. Uh, Bressel managed to kill one of the ones in the front. Ricky Leahy managed to wound one of them in the front, and then the fisherman was killed by Cynthia. Cynthia. Okay, so and then with that, honorable one on one combat. That's true, very honorable, very honorable indeed. And then the other two are, I mean, the other one is still trying to run away on his turn. So now at the top of the second round, what is the action we've got for the parte? I want to hit him again. What? Ricky wants to hit him again. Okay. Is any and the front line is just going to keep smacking melee. Cynthia is done. She's defeated her opponent. Is she going to help out the rest of the? Not one on one combat. Well, I mean, you you single <laughs> one off, and you, I mean, you could like go up behind the one that has yet to be wounded and be like, "I'm fast," and have the guy turn on you. To fight. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. if the it's one not like Cynthia's like, "Well, if you're not looking, I ain't fighting." It's true. Yeah, if um the one in front turns to face me, I'll yeah, you can like poke him, him and be like, "Excuse me." Roby <laughs> wants to shoot one. He turns around and draws another arrow. Okay, so that's your two. And then... Is Cynthia going to rush up and try to get one's attention before fighting? Yes. Okay. And then Bressel's going to keep swinging? There's only two left, right? There's one's wounded and one's unwounded. Yeah, I don't think Bressel's really... like He'll take a defensive position, but he's not going to like just like chop these dudes down as everyone else is puncturing them with arrows and everything else. Well, I mean, so if it he just feels... Overkill? Yeah. I mean, the idea is that, I mean, if everybody misses on this first turn, then the guys are still there. So I was, I guess, like, Russell will wait and see how everyone else does. Okay. It just, it just doesn't feel. Sure, sure, sure. Right. Sure. As... Okay. And then we've got the uh, Bendito running away. Um, so what were your two characters? Oh, actually, he'll just move up and heal Cynthia for two. Okay. Golo's just gonna stay with the squishies and defend them. Okay. And then Action Willie's gonna see the one still running and pull out his bow to shoot him. Okay. From, so then from in the Ding Ding's just gonna chase after him like, like just just like that. Okay. Yep. Well, I'm glad that you know an and attack, then, and then Llewellyn's not gonna do anything. He's, he's just gonna, gonna cool down his whole machine. He's gonna be like, <laughs> he's taxed. He's feeling a little faint. So. All right. Pick a color. Somebody Yellow. Gonna Greg. Well, red. It's red and blue. <laughs> Purple. <Yeah. laughs> what? Red. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So with that, the uh, two guys in the front chop in. One oh, of that them. was a that was a four for the enemy and a one for us. Yes. For the people at home. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. Probably should have announced that. Mm. But anyway, we uh, should say what we get out loud for the rolls. That's true. Um. So with that, the two guys in the front, one of them stabbing in at Ricky, and what's our AC? Three. Okay. So he misses. Woo woo. And then the other one stabs in four. Bressel. Three. And that's a miss as well. And then the guy on the road runs his full movement speed away, and he manages to clear the distance from the party's rear to about 60 feet from the party's rear. And Dink Dink did run out and chop a guy, so Dink Dink is only about 40 feet away. Okay. Okay. So with that, uh, now it's you guys' actions. I can only So first is the movement speeds. So Dink Dink chases, and he moves up. I can only move 30 feet. Okay, so he runs up, flailing his arms around, going Dink 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 Dink. Basically, okay. yeah. And then we had one person, Brussels was running up to go heal the... Cynthia, yeah. Yep. Okay, so you can have that go off. You have two points. And then we had... Well, be shooting. I'm right. in the front. Well, I'm just right. saying, the movement comes first. And oh, I thought she was nice. 
Ah, then we have magic spells. Obviously, nobody has that. And now we can go to missiles. Okay. Action Willie's gonna fire a missile. And you can fire yours as well, Greg. <laughs> it's gonna m- miss. They rolled the I same. I got another six and a miss. <laughs> Very good. So you both are just shooting arrows off and hitting Dink Dink instead. Most good. Dink Most Dink, Dink doesn't always go when he thinks the sticks are coming to get him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then now we have... Um, the melee opportunity. So that would be just just Ricky at this point. Come on, Ricky. Oh, no, 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 because Cynthia, Cynthia charged us. So go ahead and you can do that. For Ricky got a five. Very good. Ricky stumbled. He tripped on the log. Yeah, Cynthia got a seven, so that's not going to hit. Okay, so you two run up and start flailing about and not managing to do much of anything. Okay, so next round of actions, what do we got? Seems like there's really only that guy who's running far away, and then there's the two guys in the front. Same thing for my two characters. Shoot the guy in the front and hit the guy in the front. Okay. And if you're shooting the ones within a short range, you get a plus one on all shots. That's within the 50? Uh, yeah, if that's what it is for your weapon. Um, Golo and Willie are both going to shoot at the runner. <laughs> so it's just going to be volley fire from everybody. Okay, fair enough. Um, and make sure that you don't add a bonus if you're in your middle range increment. But okay, and then Ricky's gonna keep swinging. Will be shooting at the runner, right? Mm-hmm. Action. No, no, not the runner. The guy in the front. Okay, and then Golo and, and uh, Action Billy are shooting at the guy in the back who's running away. Yep. And then what's the deal with Cynthia and Rose? Uh, I think Cynthia is gonna continue to attack the one she attacked last time, mm-hmm. and Rosal will move up and uh, give her assistance on attacking. Okay. And then now, we have your two characters. What's Ding Ding doing? Is he just going to keep pursuing? Um, Actually, Brasal's going to shout out to surrender if they want to. Ask okay. them to surrender. That's true, that's true. Okay. Um, Llewellyn's going to keep just chilling where he's at. Um, and then Ding Ding is going to pull out... Can I pull out my sling? Sure. And try to attack with that instead of just chasing after this thing that's obviously running faster than me? Sure. I mean, if you want initiative, you can catch up to him. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I'm gonna so keep running after him. Okay, okay then I'm gonna keep running after him and whack him with my warhammer. All right. Do we need another color other than red and blue? Nope. No. no keep going. Keep someone else color this time. Red. All right. Red and blue. We got double ones. Ooh. So actions happen at the same time. So in that case, for the movement, when we have chasing going on, he does outrun Dick Dick. So now he's twenty feet ahead. Um, and then the other movement we had, did we have another Why movement? do I have such short legs? No, that was it. So everybody just starts shooting and doing their thing. So now we move to the missile round, which would be... When does my, like, asking me to surrender go off? Oh, that's true. Yeah, I mean, uh, when you call it to surrender, they... Okay. Okay. They... And I have a plus one of the action, if that matters. So that to be a seven. Well, right. their AC is six, seven. so you want to get at least fifteen, right? right? So that hits. Isn't six no, a thirteen? Twelve. Yeah, six is a thirteen. I got twelve, so I missed. Okay. Unless you added your plus one. I, did, I had eleven. Actually, oh. just hits. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. The one runner. It's an eight. <laughs> okay, so as Ding Ding's chasing after this I guy, I get to run through his blood clots. Puffing and puffing and. Also, a single air. And he falls through. Golo whiffed it bad, so. Very good. Easy, dink, And so, as you call out for them to break, um, or at least to, to yield, they the ones in the front do seem to yield before the melee round, as they seem like scared. So, what is it that you actually yell at them to yield? Lay down your weapons and surrender. 
Okay. No one else needs to die today. Can I swing before he lays down his weapon? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so as they both, like, lift their hands up and drop their weapons that clunk to the ground, Ricky can take a swing. So Ricky's like, good. (laughs) Ricky did not do too good. (laughs) Ricky got... We'll say Brasal moved forward and stopped you with his shield, just like... Like, but I still missed the shield. (laughs) (laughs) But I missed the shield and hit the guy. Very good. Okay, and so with that, the combat is over as those two guys have dropped their weapons and just stand there shaking before you guys as a group. So, good good job on your first combat. There's no death. I'm kind of surprised. I aggressively grunt at him. (laughs) Action Willie's gonna go back to the Dink Dink's where Dink Dink is with that body and start checking the bodies for loot and moving them in behind the bushes. Okay. Tossing them back there. And so, gonna copy. after searching the bodies on the ground for loot, you can find on the group of the main guys. Holy smokes, that's a good bit of loot. You guys find 25 gold pieces in total. It was going to be our money I mean, uh, uh, silver pieces, rather. Sorry, my apologies. Um, what? It was going to be our money man. Yeah, who is going to keep track of the loot? Give me the loot! Give me the loot! Oh, Craig, you missed it. Oh, man. I mean, action went to go get it. You know, Greg you're busy like, looking at your rings. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh. Um, so, who's keeping track of the loot pile? Is it going to be you, Sarah? Uh, I guess. I, you don't have to. No, that's fine. I already have my little bullet point ready. No, okay. we're going to give the dink dink. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be here. Tr- <laughs> and then dink dink dink. That's what he does, is he just dinks all the Those treasure. Are false dinks. So, as the uh, 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 rabble rousing comes to an end, uh, the clothing that the fisherman was wearing leads one to believe that he dressed quite fine. So, if you guys check his body, you find that he does have a bit of a silver chain around his wrist. And that's worth about 10 gold pieces total. Ooh, can I snag that? I ask. Does anybody mind if I have this uh, bracelet? You said 10 gold pieces, right? Yeah, it's worth 10. But I'm asking. Uh, I yeah. mind a bit. It looked really great on Llewellyn. And then I feel like I had the finest style here. Gold doesn't go with silver. You don't anything shiny bones. goes with anything shiny. That's not quite true at all. <laughs> it is in my book. Out on it like, nope. <laughs> so am I denied? How many am I denied by? Action Willie's going to try and take it first. Oh, gee, really? I, mean, I don't so care. You you That's that. how Action Willie dies. Well, how about we just check initiatives? Does either of you have an initiative bonus? I have a plus two. I have a plus one. Okay, so we'll say that Welby grabbed it first, and he's giving this whole talk. So if you want to try to take it from him, you can make that claim that you actually try to rip it from his hand. Would action Willie go that far? No. Ask yourself. No, the action Willie would hide in the bush. (laughs) Really, it should go to who got the kill. It wasn't, wasn't Action Willie in a bush? No, but I, it's not me who got the kill, but it's also <laughs> not you. So I look over. The greed of Willie. Who did get the kill? He's like, well, you didn't kill him. <laughs> yeah, since he just looks at you guys looting the corpses, just looks like, detest men. It's like, whatever you want to do with it. I take that as putting it on my wrist. <laughs> He's like, thank you. Okay. And so with that, the two guys are just standing there shaking. They say... Listen, if you just let us go, we'll leave. We won't, we won't stick around here. We'll hold, head off to Restonford and we'll leave this whole place behind. Well, that's great and everything, but uh, we're looking for some information first. I said, we don't know anything. Well, you must have known people were coming down this road and that you could rob them, so... Well, we just followed our boss. Who is this fellow? Yeah, Serlin. He knew what to do. Serlin. Uh, well... 
hopefully those eyes and the head of yours work. We're uh, looking for a bald fellow, about five foot five, came through here. He's probably wearing a nice necklace. I'm sure you noticed that. And one of the guys says, he says, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you where he is, but if I do, you got to let us go. Uh, Otherwise, I ain't saying nothing. Sure. Well, that makes one of you that we're letting go. What are you going to offer? I say to the other one. He looks back and forth really quickly and starts sweating, and he's like, uh, uh. Because we're looking for uh, maybe some information about the moat house and Lareth, if you, uh, know where his whereabouts may be. You see him, uh, heartily gulp, and he just kind of like, <laughs> he's like, uh, I don't know about the moat house. He's like, the, the bald guy's at the waterside hostel. And the guy on his side, who's originally going to tell you, like, looks at him like, what the f-? Right? And so then he says, no, let me go. He says, see, just, just please. Well, he did beat you to the punch there. So the other guy looks back and forth at everybody. He's like, this is ridiculous. You know what we want? Okay, so there is a moat house, okay? There's a basement beneath the place, and that's where Lareth hangs out. But that's all I'm saying. That's all I know. I don't know anything beyond that. Well... You two, I would uh, beat Cheeks out of here as fast as you can. Now get going. one of these idioms I've heard so much about. <laughs> beat Cheeks. <laughs> what happened to the last serpent? <laughs> Just string them together into one big ugly madlib of a sentence. Champing at the bit. I'll beat you cheeks just like I did in my last serving. Okay. Let's so cheeks. And so the two guys run away at this talk of butt cheeks and make a make their way downtown. Um walking fast. This is um <laughs> shouts don't go chasing waterfalls at the mess they leave. Um okay, <laughs> and so they just start running past you guys, huffing and puffing as they do. So, what now, party? I go, can I retrieve my arrows? You get 50% of all expended um, mm-hmm. charge back. I'll retrieve my arrows as well. I get 50% of my sword back, right? Yeah, yeah. I keep the rest. Okay. I build one big sword. So, a question. Like, hypnotism, Does that is that on cooldown now and I can't use it again? Or is this not you just whenever? Not till tomorrow. Not till tomorrow. Okay. Oops. Cool. I mean, it seemed to work out pretty good for you. Those ranged attacks probably could have ganked the party. Well, that's bad. what I was thinking. Was I was like, if that happens and one person gets shot, aka Willie, then he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this but is now I'm like, but now I'm like, for crowd control, let's not have them run away because then is, I can't chase them down. This is definitely an addition where combat is very deadly and spending resources, like when it makes sense to, is is a big payoff. You know what I mean? Like it, it's very safe okay. to uh, spend when you got. It. Okay, that's after a short rest or a long rest. Long rest. Yeah, there's tomorrow. a long rest okay. on this game. Um, so, uh, at this point, the party is free to head down the road. Would you like to continue with the same marching order? May as well. Okay. And so the party continues down this way until they make it to the entrance to the village of Nolb. And when they come in on the uh, road heading in from the south side, I mean, uh, from the south side of the village up, um, you guys come walking in and see that there are. A lot more dilapidated uh, cottages than in um, in Hamlet. And as you guys are walking in, you guys can see plenty of scantily clad ladies outside certain spooky-looking houses. And you guys can see the occasional bandits. And you can see, like, people talking in shadows to one another between buildings. At this point in time, I would say it's about noon. But it still seems like 
crime doesn't sleep here. And it seems like this is the kind of place where they're out in broad daylight doing kind of shifty things, and you guys are getting eyeballed from all sides. Um, but as you guys are heading in towards the center of this little section of town, it doesn't seem like there's much of, like, a village square proper. It seems like it's more of, like, a crossroads of important paths here. So, what would you like to do? Probably just head to Wolves, the place where he said Adderley. Waterside Hostel. Waterside Hostel? I almost said Waterside Hostel. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> Which I think would be a <laughs> bit, of an, bit of an improvement. Are there any signs or anything? Like, okay. Nope. And so the party just heads into the center at the crossroads. Pull our cloaks up. Continue passing by. People eyeballing you. You have a cloak. We'll pull our heads up. Pull our single otter skin shoulder pad. (laughs) It's an otter and her babies. Oh, cool. good. I thought it was just that's a baby otter. Yeah, because baby otters are known to be quite large. <laughs> so, okay. little babies. So, what's the plan? Um, doesn't look like anyone's really going to talk to us. Is there any kind of like, is there like a floozy to? lady? Like, is there like a lady who's like, woo? Yes, there are plenty <laughs> of ladies singing together in a group going, woo. <laughs> so ghostly. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> oh no! Spooky ghost lady, no! Because yeah, all grabbing holy symbols, okay. quite scared. Um, um, of these undead. But like, I feel like a floozy lady is most likely to, I don't know, take a silver piece and tell me where I need to go. Says Llewellyn. Okay. <laughs> Just external monologue. <laughs> now, if I was trying to find a location, because there's no signs, toss so. a coin. For your witcher. My local prostitute. <laughs> you can get anything from your local prostitute. Yeah, you can you can get a, <laughs> quite a lot of things. Get quite a few things. That good old Corona. Um. <laughs> okay. So you want so, to take the? I want. Is the there a lady that one? I can like? Like, like, like I said before. Yeah, okay. They're scantily clad. Woman okay, then I'm gonna approach one. Okay, so you go to the <laughs> crossroads where there's a bit of a corner outside of the Smith and Stable, and you can see that there's a couple of women having a conversation. Both of them look to be rather gaunt and dressing in a way that doesn't seem very befitting of this time of year, nor this level of outdoorsness. And so as you guys stand well, out there... Well, it's somewhere, so... Right. I'm just saying that it's like, I don't know, you still don't wear a bikini outside. Okay, maybe. Maybe they're not wearing bikinis, okay? I'm living my fantasy, you live yours, okay? Yeah, I mean, Cynthia's in a chainmail bikini. So anyway, I'm thinking of everything that I just saw on TV right now. Oh, see, I knew he was going to There we go. (laughs) So anyway. Got them all wound up before the game. So anyway, um, uh, yeah, so you walk over to the two women. And oh, no. as you approach, one of them turns to, this is Llewellyn, I imagine. Yep. Ding, ding. Um, and turns to Llewellyn and says, who says, what the hell do you want, creep? I'm sorry, creep? Whoa, all right, popping off already. Um, okay. I'm going to ignore her. <laughs> I feel like this would have been I'm, a well-beat. And I'm going to look at the other lady and be like. Too bad I wasn't paying attention. Evening. He's going to do like his little bow thing that he does. And she says, you got a count of five to get out of here. Would you be willing to... If you told me where the Waterside Hostel was, I would be out of here in a jiffy. She says, yeah, that's great and all. I'm already at two. One. Get lost before I call my man. Before she calls her what? My man. 
Okay, then I'm gonna get lost. I think you've been pretty well lost. So Will be walks up. What well, it's like for? okay, maybe the waterfall hostel. The water side. <laughs> Where's what the water slide? Those bitches. Where's what the water slide? Water park. Hotel. We're looking for the water park. Okay, hotel. okay. Water, so, waterfall hostel. That's what it is. Water side. Water side hostel. I'm giving the answer. And the, okay. Yeah. So Welby walks up, making sure that his bling is showing, and the jingle in his pocket is jingling. Okay. <laughs> he says, I'm just imagining yeah, like shaking it. Truly hands. a horrible sight. Okay. So I say, hey there, pretty lady. She says, you better not be hanging out with that guy right there, because if you're not giving me money right off the bat, I'm going to tell you the same thing I told him. What guy? Llewellyn stands two feet inside. <laughs> I, I, look, I look him up and down. I look him up and down. Scuff. When'd you get her? I scuff. I look him up and down. I scuff. You didn't scoff? You know, now he's scuffing. I'm scuffing. Scuffing and scoffing. Okay, so yeah. It's shuffling. And they giggle to themselves for a bit. And she says, I'll tell you what, sweet pea. I'll tell you anything you need to know, but it's going to cost you. You're sending your price. Five silver pieces and I'll point you. So I slip her five silver. Okay. And she points three buildings down to the left. Where there's a sign. I asked if there were any signs and you said I'm just no. I'm just Come kidding. on. Fine. Lay them out. <laughs> you win the game if you beat up your DM. Everyone knows that. I'm pretty sure that's how it is. That's why I have to walk back here. I just, I've never been bested. Um. <laughs> But yeah, she points down the road. So I give her the money. Oh, I already gave her the money. I walk away with a slight wink. And so with that, she says, "Tell him McCainy sent you." Will do. And so with that, you go meandering down your way. Okay. And as you follow the path that she said, you can hear the rushing of the river in town, where it seems like most of the fishing takes place. But there's also a bit of a lake down this way. So once you get from the top of the hillock and get started down to where the the moat, uh, the hostel might be, you can see in the distance the uh, the bit of the lake where there's a few boats out there scattered about. But as you make it down to the river's edge, you can see something of a hostel down here banked on a corner. And you can see that there's a group of like 12 people outside. All of them are either smoking or drinking or some level of like fighting one another. And it just seems kind of like a rabble-rousy kind of place. So I let alone uh, allow to the party saying, The woman of the night <clears throat> said, uh, make sure to tell him that McKinney sent us. Well, Cynthia throws up in her mouth a bit. Oh. <laughs> totally unrelated. <laughs> 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 So, we approach the building. Okay. And as you walk up, a group of really salty-looking guys comes walking forward, and they say, Hey, they say, I don't think you belong here. So, Why don't you turn tail and get the heck out? How tough are you? <laughs> I begin to eat nails. Hey, they're flat foot. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, I say, McCainy sent us. And he looks at you with a squinted eye, and he says, McCainy. I say, McCainy. stabbed right now. He says, she hasn't lived here for 30 and I'm just kidding. She was like, No, but he goes, Tucker. He looks back and forth and he says, well, did she say anything about me? He says she might have. Oh, <laughs> Great. Alright, well you go on in. <laughs> and he sort of opens the door for you and gives that really annoying kind of like overly gracious, annoying thing when somebody's like going way out of their way to be helpful. You know what I'm saying? 
than like be more obstructed. Anyway, so he opens up the door, but stands in the way of like everybody, so you'll have to squeeze past him, and you can tell his breath is kind of stinky. And as you walk past, he's just like, "Have a good one." Like, oh, assailed. Um, but as you walk in, smoke clings to the ceiling in here, and you guys can see tons of uh, women who seem to be dancing about for different tables in the back corners and then all about in here. This place is pretty well filled with ne'er-do-wells, and you can see different groups like, uh, I don't want to say they look like bandits, but these people just all look really rough and tumble, and they all seem to be armed. And it doesn't seem like there's any sort of rules against being armed inside this place. Nobody's like waving weapons around or anything. Good, because like, I got two of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with my battle axe. Just <laughs> swinging at the bartender. Um, but uh, yeah, so as you guys come walking, it seems like you're uh, free to go about your business as you please. We take a look around. Anyone Okay, so as you guys are spooting about with your eyeballs and looking for somebody of importance or somebody of use, you find a group of bald men. There's like three of them in total amongst the place, and in, in the, uh, there's like 25 people in here. So I find the three of them. Baldo. Yeah, kind of. And so you see different ones, but they're all of different sizes and, and different like characteristics. But nobody seems to meet the trash can build mention that you guys Five foot five. Yeah, I mean, they're all somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like, you can go scout them out. Uh, Action Willie's going to take a look around to see if there's any like other doors. Sure. There is a stairwell that leads up, a stairwell that leads down, and a door behind the bar, as well as a door on the other side of the bar that seems to have a group of like three dudes standing in front of it. I suggest we check upstairs as okay. well. Okay. So in that case, what's the split up for what everybody's doing? I'll go upstairs. Dink, dink, you with us? <laughs> dink, dink. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you know, okay. So in that case, is the whole party going to go upstairs? Is there, there's a bartender? What does the bartender look like? Oh god. He's a grown Don't man. make us get another room. <laughs> he's a grown man with a, a bit of a rough and tumble look. He's got a whited out eye, and he's got quite like the uh, uh, a panached mustache. Like a very like pronounced and, and split mustache that comes to a big twindle at the ends. But he has big rippling corded muscles, and he seems to be like, and every chance he can, stink eyeing anybody at the bar. Okay. Bro, the guy at the front door with smelly breath. Now this guy's got smelly eyes. Wow. Thanks. Nailed it. <laughs> okay, so then, so who's going upstairs? I think Cynthia and Rosal will probably just sit at the bar. And go low as well. Roby and uh, Ricky are going upstairs. Okay, alongside uh, Action Lily. And Dinkton. And Dinkton. And Llewellyn. Is anyone going to go okay. check out all the bald guys, or do we uh, like definitively say none of them are? Yeah. Well, I mean, you could check around and try to get a better look, but it's hard to tell from where you guys are standing. I'm starting to wish I was an assassin right now. Fair enough. Just, just kill each and everyone. Yeah, I'm gonna only assassins can look at people. <laughs> I'm talking about slit throats. Oh, like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally unprovoked. No, they're bandits. They don't care. And this um, is a hostel, not a brothel. Okay. <laughs> Same. So, yeah. Um, and so at this point, it. <laughs> so at this point, the uh, the trio of you guys go up. Uh, sorry, quartet. No, um, it's five of you. Quintet. So the five of you can guys. We stop using big words. 
Okay, I feel left out. <laughs> Very good. So the five of you guys go upstairs, and the other three hang out at the bar. Yeah. So nobody okay. Cares. So we'll do the ones upstairs. who went upstairs. For, wait, what? Does nobody care that we went upstairs? Name, no, it doesn't seem like it. Okay. So as you guys start heading Adder, upstairs, um, there's a, about Adder. six doors up here on either side of the. I mean, on uh, three on either side of the hall. And it seems to fill the entire top floor with just these six rooms. Is there anyone else up here? I mean, you can see, like, somebody standing outside of a door, banging on it, and he's, like, yelling in there, and he's like, Hey, if you're in there, I know you're in there, just come out. If you're in there, I know you're in there. What? What does he look like? He's just as rough rough and tumble as everybody else. He's not bald. No. You want to go check on who he's trying to get out of the room? Well, I kind of listen in on some doors. No, uh... Who are we talking to? Wellbeer. The, Ricky. The one who's not just gonna bash his head in. <laughs> okay, so Wellbeer. <laughs> okay. Well, so, he's gonna bash his head in in another way. So as Wellbeer walks yeah. down the hall and starts kind of uh, making his way down the hallway towards that guy, the guy looks at you guys and he pulls a crossbow out from his side belt and he starts to load it and he says, listen, you turn around you get out of here right now. I just kind of stand there. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, this is my business, and he holds it up at, like, eye level towards you guys, and he says, go back downstairs and leave me be. I do declare there are five other Wait, doors you, on this hallway. Yeah, can you define, it's not just, like, a single hallway with one door at the end of it, right? There's more no, doors. No, there's three doors on either side, like right. I said, and he's just at the end of the hallway by one of the doors. So you can have all of your fun with that door, but we have five others. And so with that, he lowers the crossbow a little bit, and he picks it up again after reading his stance with both hands, and he says, I'm gonna give you to the count of three to get out of here before I shoot. He says, I've got something very important, and I don't need you people stomping around. This guy owes me a lot of money, I need you to get out of here right now. Wait, so what's the guy's name again? Adoran is the guy we're looking for. I say, what's his name, Adoran? And he, like, looks at you, in, shoot a, you. in a really smart and keen way, and he says, two... If it's a door and we can both kick down that door. And so he shoots a crossbow bolt out. Actually, Willie's gonna throw his dagger at him. <laughs> well, hold on, I got the surprise yeah. ring, because I held it up. Um, okay, what's your armor class there, uh, Welby? Six. Could you imagine he dies? Oh, okay. <laughs> just kill him. Oh, I critted! <laughs> Rip. How much health does Welby got? Four. Holy <laughs> shit. Wait, oh no, I did crit, so I have to double it. Oh, fuck fudge and dice rolls, man. Could you imagine? Oh, no. That's a hot nine right there. <coughs> so with that, uh, Welby gets shot in the heart, and he falls to the ground with a thud. Damn. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I sure, I sure hope those kids upstairs are okay. Actually, <laughs> whips his dagger. Yeah, now we can roll for an You know Ricky's getting a charge in on that boy. Well, we can roll for initiative, see what happens. Okay. That, that's, a, that's a hurtful one to the gut. Yeah, that, that's... You know, Greg, he we gave you so many that. warnings, yeah. and you're like, Well, if it's a door in, he's like, stop walking towards me, bro. And you're like, well, if it is, we could kick that door in. I literally counted, Greg. <laughs> Why? I got a ten. On what? Initiative. No, we're that's not. That's not how initiative is. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, you know, this is why your character no, <laughs> Okay, so what's what's the plans for the party? So I know I know Ricky Lake he's charging. I know actually throws on the dagger. dagger. Think Think's gonna run in there and hit him. Okay. With his Warhammer. And then Llewellyn don't, don't. Um Is there like a doorway that I can like <laughs> Like run into? 
Oh, I don't, I don't, know want, what, to, I don't, I don't want to run into her. I don't want to run. I did the motion too with my body, but like I want to hide in the doorway. I don't. Want to <laughs> good podcasting once again. Why don't we try describing with words? I think the I mean, lizards... you could run down the stairs instead. It don't cause too much of a. Ruckus. I don't want to go down the stairs. I just want to hide in the doorway a little bit so that I'm harder to hit. But I don't want to go right, inside you can, the like, door. Hang on the stairwell. I'm okay. saying, like, you could be oh, outside okay. there. So. Right, yeah. That just seems a little bit more cowardly than I'd like, but okay. As what are you going to do? Jump in a bush, grab one. Like, still in the fight, but, like, a kind of behind... People who dodge don't get killed. Yeah, um, no, I'll go hide in the, like, the top of the stairwell. Okay. This seems like a fight that they can handle. Okay, and then... What Wait, can I ask you a question? Was he large? It's not gonna block my crit, right? Um, I literally rolled a crit too. That that was so insulting. It's like one thing if I could have fudged it, but I'm like, I'm not gonna. I gave you so many warnings, right? I mean, I'll cry to myself. Okay, and then Golo. Golo's downstairs. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, he's one of the three. Okay, so that's it for the party, right? Yeah. Okay, pick a color. I got black and white. Oh, white. You would. Of course. Oh my god. Okay, so he starts reloading his crossbow, and then it goes to you guys. Uh, Ricky charges in and smashes him in the face. Okay, and Dink Dink does as well. Right. And that's it for the charging melees. So go ahead. His AC is only six. That hits. That hits. That does not hit. Yeah, you got one above. You're good. Okay, I hit. Yeah, can we say the numbers out loud? No. 14. 14. Well, 15 technically. For the plus one melee. Mm I got a four. Do I get any bonuses? I don't, right? No, it's a four. Okay. I thought you got the plus one, because plus one melee means oh, that plus goes, one to attack. Oh, that, oh, that goes my damage. Okay, so 15. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so you run up and you smack him with a flail and kill him in one hit. Okay. Doesn't it hurt so bad knowing that it only took oh, you don't, one swing? Yeah. I'm charging through the rest of this door and I'm killing everybody in this room. Okay. okay. Well, that seems a little overkill. Oh, that's a overkill. Well, we died. This is people and have so, to pay for it. So with that Ricky lady rushes up. they had such a close relationship. Yeah, right? It's almost they the same thing. They were all fucking like that. They hooked each other all of zero times, I believe. They're mental well, connection. Well, you know, out of... Okay. Here's what we can do. We can, we can answer this question right now. I gave out a nerdy in the last episode, and my question is, should we allow nerdies to force a re-roll for the DM, too? Like, you can opt to have yours re-rolled, or you can opt me to re-roll. I didn't know what a nerdy was. I thought we was. weren't I doing nerdies. Yeah, yeah, I thought we were doing nerdies. Well, well I gave one out. I knew that Well, we did get a nerdy. I'm willing to give them out, but having you start gaming like seven of them, that might have a bit of a balance issue. I was here in the beginning, okay? It wasn't my fault. Can't All right, me sorry, Greg. You get no no nerdies. I take it's it back. Brian doesn't want you to have it. That's no, fine. Well, we're playing a high mortality game. Be smart or die. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So anyway, uh, the downstairs blows up and all of Ryan's characters die in the inferno. <laughs> should have left. Should have gone in. Should have <laughs> known. Yeah, should have known. Also, his some... characters that should've... were on the side also died in the side. Should have walked in. So at this point, as you burst down the hall, crack that guy in the skull and knocked him to the ground with a huge thud and a grunt. Uh, there's a bit of silence as you're standing there and standing by the door. And you hear somebody on their side yell out and they say, Hey, who's out there? I kick in the door. Okay, roll your uh, stuck door check. You let me just pick the Ooh, lock. Look, uh, one, and, uh, three, and six. All right, so I'll roll doors don't even lock. Just to do. All right, so you try to kick the door in with your boot, and you manage to crack that door square off the hinges, and you knock a guy back when you do so, and he falls to the ground with a thud. 
and he stands up with a broken nose, and this guy has a big, bristly, like, red, tattered beard, and he's, uh, got a ring of dark hair on the top of his head. He looks pretty scraggly and, like, ill-put together, and he looks up at you guys, and he holds his hands up shaking, and he says, he says, who are you people? I'm gonna fit a rage right now, as a character just seeing one of my... I feel like this is a Gregan rage, and not... not Let a... it happen! <laughs> I don't think this is Ricky Lake yet at this point. Ricky Lake, he's kicking this guy in the face. And he looks at him and he says, please, please. He says, I'll give you the money. I'll give you what I got. Yes, give us the money. As I stand, I'm going to put a foot on his throat. Okay. Jesus. Where's the money? So he pulls it out of the satchel on his side and he hands it over. And he says, let's get out of here, please. So one last move what, with my... You? Oh, I'm doing this. I'm going this guy. So as I, as, Why? As, as I no. grab the money... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why on earth are you one character death that we all turn straight murder for both? Like, Zinnia stabs the barkeep. <laughs> oh no. Well, She's cleaning this town up. Team TPK. <laughs> so Action Willie grabs the money and as he does and walks away, he's like, Alright, go ahead, Ricky. And walks out of the room. Jesus. And he says, he says, he says, I don't know who you work for. He says, please don't do this. Alright, I say I work for no one. I just push down a little bit harder on his neck and I walk away. Okay, so you can kill him? Oh, I'm gonna turn around and kill him. What? <laughs> For what? I'm scared I don't. Okay. I wish I did. What like, I'm not here to tell a player they can't do it. I just don't understand. Else is in the room. Like, Ricky Lang, he's just been kind of annoying and grunting up to this point. Now he's just like, eh, fuck it, I'm mad. Let's <laughs> just kill old What guy. else is in the room? A bunch of old clothing that's been hanging about as if like somebody like unpacked a package of clothing really quickly and kind of threw it about and then haphazardly is trying to repack it. Seems like you caught somebody in the middle of, like, skipping town. Can we ask him a little bit about who he is? Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I leave. I straight up pick up Welby's body, throw it over my shoulder, and walk down the stairs. Oh. Yikes. I went into a full brothel with a corpse. <laughs> what, well, I'm walking out? Um, well, I'm <laughs> there. <laughs> oh. To be discovered later. Yeah, okay. to be um, can, I want. I want... Llewellyn wants to know who this guy is and why there was a man... Knocking on his door and then willing to just shoot one of us and kill one of our party members over like what? And so okay, well you can you don't need to tell me like what Llewellyn's gonna ask you can just ask it. So as oh. Llewellyn enters the room, what does Llewellyn say? Um, who are you to have someone so tenaciously looking for you, willing to kill someone? He says, I'm nothing but a fisherman. I was trying to reinvent my craft. I went and bought a boat, trying to take out a loan for it. He says, they loaned me money, but they wanted my, the money back quick. I couldn't turn it over. I told them, this is not a good season for fishing. He says, they're loan sharks. I, I was just going to pay them back, but your friend took the money, and I, I think that absolves our debt. I'm going I'm to try to get out of here as quickly as I can. He says, I, maybe maybe they'll take me in Hamlet. Fishermen, these, we've heard are, that before. Who are these loan sharks? Says, and where'd you find them? He says, just people in town, they have yeah. money, they're loaning money out. Okay, cool, I don't care about them anymore. Uh, how much money? Uh, sit up on his throat. How much should we get? What? How oh, much money? Yeah, okay, so as you two are jingling down the hallway with a sack of coins, you guys peep it open and oh, find that there's... You should loot that body, too. Fifteen gold inside. He shot someone over thing. 15 gold? <laughs> Wait, did you uh, loot the body of the guy? Goodness gracious, good. times are hard. Yeah, uh, let's yeah, not bring law to this town, guys. Check. That's too spooky. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I want to check the body over of the crossbowman. 
Oh, okay, yeah, and when you when you uh, look through his goods, you can find that he's got a series of three daggers, he's got a light crossbow, and parcel with, uh, like, a, a eight corals to it, he's got studded leather armor on, and in his coin purse on him, he's got three gold and five silver. I'm gonna need to have that repeated because I'm also writing what happened to Wesley. How's Wesley? Or whatever well, your ta- It's well, we don't well, say his damn name in vain. <laughs> Man's oh, died yeah, one too I, many I, times in too many campaigns. And kills Wesley, R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, we can crush him off of the party roster right there. <laughs> Sorry. So how does um, this work with bringing in another character? Am I just running one for the rest of this? Okay, so if you wanted to introduce a new character, we can try to funnel him in downstairs at the bottom, uh, in the inn, that is, or sorry, in the brothel at the bar. Um, but okay, so now that you guys have done that and taken the money, that old guy that was up in the room just goes hurtling past you guys and starts rushing downstairs and like running for his life past you guys. Dax packed or did he just... Just running for Nice. Um, <laughs> Willie's gonna start trying some of the doors. I thought he was gonna say close. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. I'm yeah. gonna listen in first. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you, can, you can't hear anything in any of these rooms. Okay, I'll try to open the door. Went downstairs. Okay, so can you go to open one, one they're all locked. I try and pick the lock. Yeah, these tools. Yep. Okay. What's the percentage of success? Oh, yeah, I have a feeling you didn't get it. Probably not, because I don't know. Yeah, so you put your tools into the first one and jam the lock. Horribly so. But yeah, I mean, I rolled terribly, so you, you managed to jam the lock instead of trying to pop it. Would you like to try a different one? Yeah, I'll try the next one. Okay, it's about 10 minutes for each one. Is that so. OL, open lock? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So it's a 15. 15? Ooh, we shit. Okay, um, and this next one... level up. <laughs> and this next one, you uh, managed to pop the lock open, surprisingly. I look inside, see if anyone's in there. Okay, yeah, you, pop, you push the door open, and it's empty. The room is ill-furnished, and it looks like this place has seen better days, but there's nobody inside. Llewellyn's going downstairs while he's doing this. I was going to say, it takes 20 minutes to do all that. So in the meantime, I think there's a bit of work to be done for everybody else. Are you just going to keep looking in all these yeah. rooms? Oh, I'll keep locks. The uh, secondary character to a murder hobo is the everywhere thief. <laughs> Alright, you jam the next lock. So now that you've done this for 30 minutes, let's do 30 minutes worth of downstairs. <laughs> um, okay, so then the whole gaggle of you guys are all downstairs at this point. Um... And there's those three dudes who are standing over by the door. There's all the dancing going on inside of here. There's the storeroom, the guy at the bar with the milked over eye. Um, and the place just seems to be full of ramble rousers, having drink-offs and arm wrestling competitions. So what would the party like to do? So I walk downstairs with body over shoulder. Okay. And people don't seem to notice. I mean, they look, but they're like, Ugh. But they're not, like, stopping you, and they're like, Aah. So I walk over to the party and just... Drop them on the table. It's <laughs> like an angry grunt. Well, Wesley died. <laughs> well, be. <laughs> um, Llewellyn would like to talk to the bartender about. Everybody's like, no one gets a care about Wellby. <laughs> we get it. It's fine. We We're still as if you watched him loot the dead. They really are like. Okay, yes. live by the sword, die by the sword. It was an arrow. It was an arrow. Again, I don't want to be that guy and say that he literally said get out of here. 
pulled his crossbow. They don't know that. Gave you a break, held it up again, waited. He counted to three, and the whole time, Welby kept moving forward and being like, Can I help? Can I help? Maybe we're looking for the same guy. Like, did I have to go further? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep that in mention for next time. Um, okay, and so you go to talk to the bartender? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to see. Does anybody have a listen at doors ability? Yes. I used to. I mean, I think we all have a one and six. Right, but does anybody have like the two and six or above? I have. Uh, well, we I have a two and six. Well, has a two and six. Dink Dink has a two and six. Okay. Ah, interestingly enough. Okay, so who walks over to the bar? Llewellyn. Okay. So Llewellyn walks over to the bar and sits down and... Yeah, we're and Cynthia have been sitting at the bar, so... That's true, right, and Golo. Yeah. Um, okay, so as you approach the bar and sit down, in the meantime that you guys were uh, upstairs doing your gallivanting and, and getting shot and stuff, or whatever Greg was busy with, um, the casual murder bartender meandered over to the three of you guys and was talking with... Um, you guys at the bar about what you'd like to drink, and he comes over, and he has a bit of a grunt as he puts both arms down firmly at the table. He says, what do you want? Round ales for everybody here. That should be enough for us. Keep them coming if we empty them. Thanks. And by that, you mean everybody here? Like, I, I, the three of us. Okay, that's... that's <laughs> of the the bar. And Golo. Okay. And so with that, he says... Five silver. Yeah, I gave him seven. Okay. Well, I just got Welby's body on the table. Easy dubs. I just plopped that shit down. Well, right, this is before that. We're all just walking away from it. This is while you're upstairs getting killed. <laughs> um, and so with that, he brings over the mugs, and he gives you a wry smile as he does. Thank you kindly. Okay. And so as you guys are just kind of, are you just going to sit there and drink and nurse it while you're waiting for? Yeah, I, I think. Uh, just so we can connect all these timelines. Well, yeah, Brasol has just been like kind of keeping an eye out on like all the bald guys and just like trying to like when they turn around or naturally like go to move and stuff, just checking to see if any of them have that necklace on or sure. they seem to fit the description. Like, now like, he's through, just trying to clock it through a process of elimination. As you look around this place, you can tell that all the dudes in here either have like mutton chops or like scars or something like that. That if Jellia was to give you guys more details on she what would husband have mentioned that. Right, so yeah. by process of elimination it just seems like these guys must not be right. that guy. Yeah. So yeah, we're just going to sit tight until they finish up upstairs. Okay, and so as the group heads down um, without uh, action Willie, uh, they come over to the table where, in the, in the back corner and the Llewellyn comes and approaches the bar. Where, where did everybody else who was upstairs go now? I know Ricky's chilling with a corpse. Ricky went over to find the group. Okay. So these three were already at the bar. So you guys went to a table first. So my question is like... Ding Ding's still upstairs? Yep. Ding Ding's with Action Lily. Oh. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. Offering, like, you know, thieves... Ding 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 I don't like how evil Ding Ding is without being truly evil. He's very indirect. He's allowing this. Um, okay. So with that... Yeah. Um... So everybody who's sitting at the bar, um, I will say that at one point, the three dudes who are over by the door, you see them all kind of shuffle a couple times in front of the door and look behind them at the door, and you can hear everybody at the bar, you guys, you four, uh, Llewellyn, and uh, Golo, and Brellis, and Cynthia can all hear the sound of somebody like 
let out sort of a loud grunt and like a couple of shouting and yells. Um, and then it comes to a couple sobbing noises. And the dudes at the door kind of like bang it a couple times and turn back and start looking around the room, scoping around. That's the door behind the bar? It's to the side of it. One of them is behind the bar and the other one's on the other side. Like one of them is probably the kitchen, the other one's probably the storeroom. Can Llewellyn Move just... Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um... Can Llewellyn leave and like walk around the building, or is it not a standalone building? It's like part of a row of some things. Like I'd like to walk around and see if there's yeah, windows I mean, that can, I can look in. Yeah, you can walk around to a different side of it. Okay, so you get up, you leave, and you walk outside, and you start walking around the building, and there's no windows from that part of the building. Okay. Um, and then is there anything that you three are doing in the meantime? So we very clearly heard that. Mm-hmm. Hello, turns to <sighs> you. <It's> like... <laughs> Something not great seems like it's going on in there. Yeah, I, I fucking like, Cynthia and Brasol just stand up and are like, Colo follows. What's going on behind the door? To the three guys over by the door? Yeah. Oh, okay. So as they approach and go talk to those three guys, as soon as you approach, and who's the one who said that? Brasol. Woo! Brasol has a bonus? One. Damn. Okay, so yeah, so as you walk over um, and go to ask them that. One of them looks to the other two, and he says, he says, well, we got some pig in there. He's this guy who keeps flaunting having this really nice necklace, you see. And he kept saying that he was going to buy drinks for everybody, said that he knew, you know, the Reeves, said that he was in close with Larith and stuff. Basically, he was trying to float a lot of clout and be able to get some free drinks and maybe some ladies. And, well, let's just say, we wanted to get a good look at that necklace. And they start giggling to themselves, and they say, why, you want to maybe go in there and ask him a couple questions, too? Yeah, I mean, scum like that, they're never going to learn. But they are good for, you know, a little stress relief. Wait, is Ricky... Where's Ricky? Is Ricky with them? Ricky was hanging out with a corpse in the corner. Yeah. That's all I ever heard of. Cry, cry. I thought I was with him and plopped it on the table. Yeah, I... I, I when you the say table, the table, you meant the bar, is what you're saying. If you plopped like, him at the bar... That would not fly. <laughs> I figured you were in the back corner and just dropped them on the table and you're like, okay, and just sitting there. I guess that's what I'm I mean, you could drop them on the table and go walk over to the bar instead. No, I'll, I'll, I'll be with him. We can okay. burn him and set him up to look like he's just having a good time. <laughs> yeah, we can have Wesley's. Okay, um. We can have Wellgo or whatever. Yeah, Wells Fargo. Webler? Wells Fargo. Um, okay. And so they say, why, you want to go in there maybe go ask him some questions? Yeah, I mean, uh, I had kind of a rough week. It could be fun to ask some questions. Okay. And, uh, hey, if you guys want to grab yourself a couple drinks, you guys have been working hard, we'll take care of it. And uh, my friend will watch the door here, and I point to Cynthia, and I'll give them, how much was it for three L's? It was five? Yep. I'll give them uh, 15 silver. Damn. Just... Okay, so they, they see that and they take that action. If you had rolled like a lot less on your reaction roll, they would know this was very fishy that you gave them so much money for that. But they just see you as being like a real cool cat and they're like, yeah, all right. So they take it and they go run it over to the bar and they slap down the handful of silver and start getting rounds of drinks for themselves. And with that, you push the door open. And before it was a storage room with a bunch of bag, uh, boxes and bags full of just random raw stuff as well as like uh, things for making dinner, 
um, a couple of casks, but most importantly, in the direct center of the room is one bandit who is holding some bald guy by his ear and has just been like kicking him in the chest and the groin and slapping him in the face and stuff. And this guy is a rather portly fellow, about five foot five, bald, and does not look like he's doing very well. So is he kind of shaped like in, a trash can? Kind of shaped like a trash can. So Fuck as you open you up the door, it's like it's not even the guy. And you're like, fucking, okay. <laughs> so as you, but as you push the door open and look in, the bandit looks at you guys and he says, What are you doing? Shut the door! Shut the door! Yeah, so we close the door. Okay. Do you go open it and go back in? <laughs> like, wait, what are we doing? We gotta go save that guy. Well, I mean, we step in and shut the door. Oh, okay. <laughs> you mean you close the door? Yeah, I was like, Oh, no, like we walk in and close the door behind him. That's him. And then he stands up and he looks at you guys. The bald guy falls in around with a slump. And as you three, I imagine you're still. Oh, no, you're watching the door. Cynthia is, yeah. It, okay. So that's Saul and Golo would probably notice that there was just one bandit and wait outside as well. Okay, so only Brasol. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Okay. Well, Brasol is the paladin. Yeah, it's gonna be the Not one that one. makes a huge difference, but the knight's the one on one. Oh. Yeah. But in any case, uh, yeah, so as you close the door and walk in, he looks up at you and he stands up and he says, Who the hell are you? Uh, garbage man. Here to pick up some trash. And he looks up. Oh, fuck, he's a garbage man. <laughs> he looks at you and he kind of like lifts an eyebrow and he looks at you incredulously and he says, <laughs> yeah, That's kind of funny. Yeah, help me take out the trash. And he starts leaning over to the bald guy on the floor and he starts getting ready to go punch him. And then Rasal is going to knock the dude out. Give you, him the funk. Are you using a weapon for this? Yeah, for, or my shield, whatever works. A flat blade. Like I, I, does, does the master sword have like a yeah, flat edge? Yeah, flat edge. yeah, I'll just donk him. Okay, roll an attack roll. You get a plus four because it's technically a, oh no, sorry, plus two. Nat twenty. Oh my lord! <laughs> so nat twenty. Hit so so hit and this is non-lethal. I yeah, right, that, right, yeah. right. Yeah, you hit him with the flat of the blade. He just was so not prepared for it. You managed to critically concuss the man. Been <laughs> there. Wow. That three men's worth of knockout right there. So 12 damage total? Yep. Okay. And so yeah, you thwack him over the head with the flat of the blade, and he lands with a thud beside the bald guy. And the bald guy looks up with you, and you can tell he's looking back and seeing three of you, like, swirling back and forth amongst each other. And he's just trying to get a straight look at you, and he says, I pull out my water skid and, like, give him, like, pull it out so, so he can, like, take a sip of that. Okay. And so he starts drinking it, and you can see a row of broken teeth in his mouth. Um, well, your wife sent us to pick you up. Where's the necklace? He comes skittering back and puts his back flat against a box uh, with great uh, effort trying to scoot away from you. And he says, he says, I, I, I don't have anything. He says, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know where that necklace is. When was the last time you had it? Uh, uh fuck the wrong. He says, I, I, didn't, I didn't take it at all. Uh, it, it's still at my, at my house in the jewelry box. She's, she's just nuts, man. She doesn't know what she's talking about. She just wants to get me in trouble because I know a secret so about her. So there's three men at the bar currently having a good time. I can have them come back in here, say, while, they, while I was uh, roughing you up, you got up and got a good swing on their buddy. They're going to they'll have some fun with you. 
Or you can tell me where the necklace is, and we can put an end to this whole charade. And so with that, he uh, looks back and forth at you, and then the door, and then the guy on the floor, and he says, Okay, listen. The necklace, I, I, I've had it hidden, he says, but if you want it, we gotta get out of this place ASAP. If you can get me out of here, you can have your necklace. Where's it hidden? In this town or someplace else? It's a lot closer than you think. It's in his butt. <laughs> I check his butt. <laughs> okay, let's roll for a butt check. <laughs> now let's see in the exploration section. <laughs> yeah, it's in the exploration column. More well, persuasion. Yeah, that, that would be an uh, open stuck door. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a very stuck door. Um, okay, but yeah, so he said what he said. Okay. He uh, says, listen, I want to work with you here. He says, but if I know that you're going to help me out, i got to get out of here first. Yeah, we'll get you out. And then I'll... You're gonna have to play along. Well, best you can. And, uh, sorry about the teeth if it happens. And then I pick him up by, like, the scuff and start, like, making a, um, I don't know, make a racket. And so he just looks back and forth really incredulously and he's like, ah, ooh, yeah! Yeah, that'll fucking do. Um, <laughs> and so I, like, walk over, over open the door while I have him just throw him out and then be like, yeah, no, we'll, t-, like, back into the room, yeah, no, we'll take care of this guy, you don't have to worry about him anymore, and, uh, yeah. Okay, so the three dudes over at the bar, just all in a row, just, <laughs> as they look and see him go rolling out, and they get ready, and they run over to you, and they stop, like, at the ready, looking almost like they're just prepared to, like, beat you up or beat him up, and they're mm-hmm. just kind of this weird in-between of, like, what the heck is going on here? Um, yeah, I guess I'll be like, um, yeah, so we're going to go uh, take this trash out. Your buddy in there, he's got all the information on the necklace and everything, so I think he learned his lesson, and you don't have to worry about him anymore. And with that, they look back and forth, and the three of them start running to go to the back room. And we're leaving. <laughs> go, 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 go. Okay, so... Meanwhile, he's upstairs looking through doors still. Like, no! <laughs> they don't know he's with him, though, so it's fine. Okay, so with that... Just ding, ding, just, ding, like, you can't do it! Ding, ding, ding. Should we start, like, knocking on doors? Like, I just... <laughs> ding, ding, walks up just... to the next door and hits it with his hammer and goes... Um, okay, so anyway... Um, so in that case, Cynthia, Bressel, um, and uh, Adorin walk out, and Golo comes with him. Yep. As well as Ricky probably seeing the whole party run out the door with the Yeah, Ricky guy. brings the body. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's just a hand. It's just a the door with the body. One last use. <laughs> this is bowling ball. Um, okay, and then that's it for that. Does Llewellyn come too? Oh, yeah, I mean, Llewellyn's outside. Oh, how does the door into that oh, room? That's right. Llewellyn, as Llewellyn's walking back around to the front side of the bar, sees them running out with the no, body. No, 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 go, go, go. <laughs> He's like, all right, yep. How does the door into the room he was getting beaten up open? Does it open out into the bar or into the room? No, it opens into the room. What a chair. Wait, that wouldn't... No, because if it opens into that... Yeah, yeah, it's not going to do anything. <laughs> Whoa! So it's just a minor inconvenience. So we took a chair okay. with us and then... Yeah, oh. there you go. Okay, so then the question I have now is when would when would Action Willie and Dink Dink realize that the problem... I guess after Probably two years so it is. <laughs> 
Yeah, so after 20 or so minutes, would you check every single room in the hall before going yeah. down? Oh, gee, who is? I, I, I feel I'd like... stop picking the locks, though, and start just knocking. Okay. Yeah, and nobody answers any of these doors. I don't think Dink... Yeah, okay. Well, this You're is knocking, a, that's fine. No, this no. is a... Well, this is a lost cause. Yep. Dink. We, let's go meet back up at the party. Dink, okay. Dink. So as the party... As you two go walking down the stairs, you see... Uh, you see Bressel and the be the bald guy go running out of there and go, 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 yup, 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 yup. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, so the gaggle of the, the adventurers go rushing out of the bar and make it outside to where all the uh, people are outside smoking and drinking and everything. And once they see the beat up bald guy outside, they say, Whoa, what's going on here? And the dead halfling, too. Yeah. <laughs> you killed oh, our halfling. Okay. Yeah. This dude uh, murdered our friend. We're taking him away. Okay. And with that, they look back and forth between Ricky Leahy and you, holding the guy by the scruff of the leg. <laughs> Great. Checks out for me. Yeah, this is why we always need a dead half. He's <laughs> always an alibi. We're going to get him stuffed. <laughs> taxidermed. Very good. Um, this episode sponsored by your local taxidermist. <laughs> Halflings are animals, too. Um, and so with that, uh, the party, do you guys head out of Nolb, or are you going to... Well, he said it was nearby. What? The necklace. necklace. Oh, okay. So, like, so you just make it outside in front of all those people. And then what? Uh, drag them out of sight, I guess. And Okay. So between some buildings across the street? Preferably, like, a distance away. So when those guys blow out of the building, they don't just, like... Find us within a couple minutes. Which is what I was saying. You'd like run out of town and just like... Yeah, I guess it. if that's what it needs to take, yeah. Okay, so you guys try to hoof it out and they start... Uh, it seems like nobody seems to follow you too far at all. Nice. But you make it out, uh, out of the outskirts of Nolb and once you get into a bit of the tree cover, you guys stop. And Adoran looks back at you guys with a look of like almost, I don't know, pitiful joy. That he's like, yeah, we did it. But then you guys are looking at him like, fuck is it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so he looks back and forth, knowing that that's the question on everybody's minds. So he tells you guys all to look away for a second. Nobody yeah, said that. Action Willie just keeps his eyes locked. He's just <laughs> behind him, though. <laughs> and so with that, the bald guy shrugs his shoulders a little bit, and he just puts his hands down the front of his pants and pulls out the chain with the pendant on it. It was in his ass. In the front. In his you can front reach butt. your ass through the front. <laughs> Is that how Wilby died? <laughs> How did Wesley die, anyway? Down around. <laughs> Wells Fargo. Um, okay, and he says, listen. He says, I-, I can give you this nicely. We have no problems. You got what you wanted. And we can just part ways, and I'll be out of here. If you really don't want to go back to your wife, I mean, she's going to be thrown in prison. Well, he said that he was, that she was, like, I don't know. I'm not going to say it because I wasn't in the room, so it's like. That's well, just remind me because I. It was, she just, he just said that she was like trying to get rid of him because he knew a secret about her, and that's why she was trying to set people on him for stealing the necklace. Oh no, I, I was too focused on just telling him to shut up because I didn't want to deal with. Um, did you want to ask about a secret? Yeah, I guess. Okay, so he he when you ask about the she, the secret, he looks back and forth quickly, and he's like, uh. Huh. I mean, funny thing about that is, I mean, I, I, well, I've been dealing with a lot of people who've been looking to beat me up and take my stuff. So when I when so I said you that, sick them on your wife. No, I I was just trying to get you guys to maybe get off my trail if I could say that she by was. getting on your wife's trail. 
Maybe. Some would call it a red herring, but... Red herring. Ricky pulls out the bloody flail. Will really pulls out his blade. (laughs) Just starts swinging his blade. No, I think we'll be taking you back. Prison sounds like a great place for you. And then he looks back at you guys with a... Uh, with a with a look of fear, and he tries to make a run for it, yeah. and, and Lily knocks him out. Oh, <laughs> yeah! I'll say that somebody manages to do a quick trip check and just knocks him straight on his face, and he lands to the ground with a thud. And then he stops and looks back up at you guys, and he starts kind of looking back and forth at everybody with a bit of fear, and he freaks out for a second, and then he seems to come to a bit of a resolve, and he says, "You know." He says, I get it. I understand. He's like, listen, I'll admit it before anybody else that I've been kind of a bad guy with everything. He says, but listen, he's like, I- I'm sorry. Okay. I'm just trying to make it work around here and it hasn't been great. Can you at least show, so, show some pity on me for that? I appreciate that you are showing repentance and you can continue to do so by serving your time in jail and come out a better man. That kind of attitude will do well to reform you and I assume maybe your wife will even take you back if you Keep this kind of behavior. Now let's go. Okay. And with that, he just looks back and forth at everybody, and he has a glum demeanor knowing that he's got no way of getting out of this. Okay. And so with that, the party travels for the rest of the daytime, getting back by about 6 o'clock at night, going back into town as the sun's beginning to set, and you guys meander back into the village and walk past the tower and head back in, seeing the... uh, um, seeing the uh, tavern uh, across the way, the uh, end uh, of the Welcome Winch, and you guys can see that Elmo is sitting out front waiting for you guys. And as you guys approach, he never he, walked. He, no, he didn't. He gets up and he runs towards you guys, and he's like, Hey, guys! You guys want some beer? I'm still carrying Welby on my shoulder. <laughs> Ew. And so then, are you gonna bury him? Yeah. Okay. Don't be emotional. You know, where yeah. are you gonna bury him? And where? I'm thinking the middle of the street. Disgusting. <laughs> That's okay. illegal. You know, do you Is have what Welby would have wanted? He has a crowbar. Oh, okay. so you're gonna so, dig a grave for a halfling I got a with shovel. his crowbar. Oh, not on this character. It's a different so, character. So with that, the uh, the oafish Elmo looks at you guys and he says, So, are we getting beer or... I think beer sounds good to me. Tell you what, why don't you give me some money? I can go buy beer and I'll have it ready for you. waiting. I said, I'm burying him first. He looks at him and he's like, Oh, oh wow. That's not good. This is what happened to him. Clearly a dungeon master would have given great amounts of warning before shooting him dead. <laughs> sure would have, bud. Here, have a gold piece. Go buy yourself some beer. And he looks at that he's like, oh, Whoa! And he just runs back into the place. Oh, no. Beer, beer, beer! <laughs> but, okay. Um, you guys want to loot Welby's body? Oh, gee, um, you can get your jewelry. We can take his ring. Yeah, I take the ring and bracelet. Who's gonna yeah, get the ring and bracelet. Put it on. <laughs> take my back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and so, what are you guys doing with the door? Dragging to his wife. Hmm? Does he have arrows? Jeez. Oh, okay. Yeah, so who's who's I'm taking a door into his wife? Right, I'm taking the rest of the stuff in his backpack. Okay. Why don't we wait on that mean? part until we're not recording? You're right. I'm sorry. That's made. Yeah. As Sorry, much as writing notes down sounds like great podcast material, 
Um, but okay, so who's taking him back? Rashawn's going to go. Definitely will. Go low. That's it? I'll go. To his wife? Do we even know where his wife is? She's just right down the street. Oh, okay. Regulate he's going. I feel like we would all go. Okay. So the whole party goes down the street with uh, their new pal, Aruni Adoran, and they stop off at her house and knock at the door gingerly. And she comes to the door, and it looks like she's just seen a ghost. She looks at him, and her eyes just ablaze with a sense of fury. And he himself stops for a second, and he says, Listen, honey, I can explain. (laughs) And so with that, she puts her hands on her hips, and she says, You have got some nerve coming back here alive. And he looks back and forth at the party, and he says, You know, they didn't let me die. He's like, Sometimes I think I would have chosen that over this. And he, he lifts up a hand, and he says, Now listen, before you get more mad... He says, I told him where the necklace was, and I couldn't even bring myself to sell it. He says, as much as I wanted to pawn it and get a bunch of a bunch of stuff, go get drunk and maybe have some fun, he says, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. He says, listen, he's like, I love you, and I never meant to be so hard and be so difficult to deal with. He says, and after talking with these people who spared me and gave me a chance and tried to talk to me like a person, he says, I think I can do better if you'll just if you'll just accept me. And so she looks back and forth at you guys, and she says, Oh, I'm sorry, did you put him up to this? Negative, Ghost Rider. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ghost Rider just blows through town. It's <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Um, <laughs> and so she looks back and forth at you guys, and she says, So what was he doing when you guys found him? I bet he had a lady under one arm and a cask of ale under the other, right? Uh, swallowing his teeth, mostly. And she looks at him, and she has almost a look of pity, as if like this, this kind of like reminded her that she does care about him. And she looks at him, and he flashes a grin of, of broken teeth. And she lets out a, a quick gasp, and she puts her hand over her mouth, and she hugs him tightly. And then with that, she looks at you guys, and she says, I, I wish I could pay you, she says, but I'm afraid I don't have any money. And she says, I really only have this necklace. She says, if you want, she says... You can, you guys can keep it, and maybe you'll find some sort of wealth to be had in it. And she says, I just, I don't know. And she turns to him again. She says, Adoran, if you really mean it, and you think that you've changed, she says, I'll take you back. I promise that things can be different if you just try. And so with that, he nods his head a couple times, and he says, I'm really grateful for everything you guys have done for us. And he says, if there's anything you need for assistance out here, he says, I, I promise I can help in any way. So we get his junk chain. I say, dig. <laughs> so I say, dig me a hole. And so with that, he looks back and forth at everybody at that unbelievably macabre request. <laughs> dig a me a grave. Hole. <laughs> dig me a halfling hole. <laughs> oh. Okay. And so with that, he looks at back and forth at you guys in like a moment of nervous laughter. And then a shovel is presented. Wait, did you have a shovel? Anybody have a shovel? Nope. I don't have one on these characters. Oh, okay. This man magically has a shovel in his hand. Okay. Well, he just magically appears a shovel in his hand, and he looks. He looks back and forth. Magically appears an excavator, and he says, "Uh, okay. Well, I guess we can go figure this out. We're gonna be um, heading over to the welcome winch. No tower constable. No." Podiatrist. Rufus, the podiatrist. Rufus and Bernie are the pawn no, shop. No, we're heading to the... the God, the place where the... Moat House. Boat Moat House, thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have one of those things. 
We're going to be heading over towards the moat house to uh, deal with Lareth, whose name you did bring up. What can you tell us about that, or just something you said? And so with that, he says, well, maybe we can talk about this while I'm digging that hole. Yeah. Okay. And so who's going to join him for the hole digging process? Yeah, boy. <laughs> Go low. Okay. What? Go low. Okay. Yeah, and Paladin and uh, Brasol will help with digging. Okay. It won't take too long. It's a small. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, anyway. Can't wait till Tink Tink dies. <laughs> tink Tink. Tink Tink. Tink Tink and Will's fart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That'll be the that'll be the recurring gag. Is that the gravestones are always oh, wrong. wrong. <laughs> just the wrong name. Just, just Brussels. Yeah. We make we Brussels. Brussels. We'll make the, the gravestones. <laughs> Ray Allen. Uh, Yolo. Yolo. <laughs> Solo. Okay. Um, and so with that, the party goes to help dig the hole, and as the sun sets. By nightfall, the party lower the small halfling into the hole and begin to bury him, reciting. Yeah, they're the last rites of uh, Deleos. Which is, I imagine, something about how his body fertilizes the earth to bring the next harvest. Sure. And Golo's going to do a prayer as well, just about how luck wasn't on his side that time. (laughs) Ricky (laughs) That's so sensitive. Ricky lets out a sad. Hmm. Very good. Yeah, right. Yeah, once again, Ricky, I never saw you two speak, but I guess you guys were pretty close, so I'm sorry for your loss. We have the same dad. <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> truly, truly horrifying. Somehow I don't believe that that's the case, but okay. And so with that, the uh, party head over to the uh, inn, and uh, Adoran heads back home, sober with his shovel. Um... And the information he tells you while he's digging, and he mentions that Lareth is just a name that gets kind of tossed around as sort of like the big boss that people toss his name around when they seem to want to like sound like they're important. He seems like he's sort of running things behind shadows. Apparently, he's a worshiper of Avari, which is the uh, goddess, uh, evil goddess of lust and wealth. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he's a devout worshiper, and thus people should be very careful when dealing with him. But it is his cult of personality that manages an entire gang of bandits. So it seems like going in there is going to be very dangerous. But he also suggests that there's rumor that he has the ability to persuade the likes of beasts as well. So it seems like heading into a place like that, you can expect not only just bandits, but other terrifying things. So, and with that, um, the party is free to go to the tavern where your friend Elmo is waiting with a few rows of tankards of ale at the ready. Um, and so at this point, um, you guys are free to drink sad drinks and do your thing. Um, sitting at the bar, there is a strange-looking foreigner who is rather tall and uh, a bit more brawny than the rest of the people at the bar. And when he sees all those tankards of ale out, he, I guess... I don't know, Greg, how does a slurg, was it? Slurg. Yeah, slurg. Alright. So, so how does slurg, uh, is it slurg or slurge? Slurg. So what slurgs do you Slurg notices how depressed and the tears coming from the party because everybody's Nobody's so crying. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just knocked over some ale. So slurg says, um, Hello fellow travelers, might I 
buy you a beer? Well, our last servant just died, so it sure would help. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, folks. I'll get here all week. <laughs> ding, ding, drink, drink. Uh, so I buy yes. 10 beers, that's how many gold? There's already a full yeah, round. Yeah, we, have, we just so ordered much a full beers. round. Oh, with that, Elmo, Elmo puts a hand around this guy who's almost matching his own height. And he says, this guy's pretty good. He's a, he's a good guy. He takes a lot of your beer. He didn't ask, but he was a good guy about it. So anyway, um, yeah. So are we drinking these beers? Pink. Yeah, let, let's do it, Elmo. All right. And so the party drinks beer all night long, and by a certain point of night, after a couple hours of drinking and eating food, um, I, if I could get another four gold pieces for dinner and for the rooms. Polo's got this. No, new I guys mean, got I can this. Do four, okay, new I, guys I, gotta make his presents. New yeah, guys, be soon. New guys I, also, I also have all the money we looted, too. So. Did, did you get all the money off of... Uh, what, what, I didn't take the money. I had five money. gold and four silver. So should I take that as well? Yeah. Very good. Um, okay. And so at this point, um, by the end of the night, uh, Elmo turns to you guys and he says, Have you guys ever seen the stars out here at night? It's really cool up on the hill. I don't think I have Elmo. You want to go look at him? Uh, yup. Yeah. So, with that, he just starts stumbling and falling over, walking out. And who follows him? Slurg and Ricky, new best friends. Ding, ding. <laughs> no. Action, really. Ding, ding, well follows, really? yeah. Mm, no. Okay. And who? I think, action, uh, really action. Cynthia will probably call it a night, and Rasal will go out with them. Okay. So, as you guys are heading out there, he says, So... I heard you guys are doing some good stuff when I saw you talking with Burry Rufus. Elmo, you're not a spy, are you? He's like, what? Okay. <laughs> Do you have any friends? <laughs> I thought we were dink, dink. You back off. You say dink, dink, and that's it. You can't I'm sorry, I was thinking about But anyway... And so with that, he uh, he starts walking down the road. He says, there's spies in town? You know about spies? <laughs> uh, no, sorry. I said uh, flies. Oh, I thought you said spies. Nope. Because spies sound bad. Are you bad spies? You wouldn't lie to me, would you? And he looks at you with one eye, going uncross-eyed for a moment, and then comes back to the cross-eyed glare. He's like, mm-hmm. okay. He gets to the top of the hill and sits down on his butt, right, and looking up at the stars, and he says, You know, this used to be a nice place to live. And he lays back, puts his head into the grass, and he says, But all these bandits make it so hard, so hard to be happy. Do you guys ever meet the Baron? No, we haven't had the pleasure. Uh, are you guys... So, did you see bandits? We came across a few, yes. Oh. And you don't like bandits, right? Nobody Not a likes fan, bandits. personally. <laughs> and he says, Have you been to that moat house? Not yet. Not yet? 
I mean, I didn't say that. I'm dink dink. So. Not yet. Stop speaking. <laughs> well, no one else is talking. So. so Ricky says, "What do you know about?" Yeah, the well, I feel like I've been talking a lot, so I'm so, trying to give you guys. So Ricky steps in and says, "What do you know about the boathouse?" The boathouse. Boat house. house. And so that he says, "What do you know about the goat house?" <laughs> Ghost house. What do you know about? Oh no, I, I'm gonna have nightmares now. Ghost house. Um, and so with that he says, "What do you know about the moat house?" So I don't know anything. I know, I'm curious if you knew. This is new to me. Are you going to that motor house or not? I don't know. Depends on what you tell me. It might be a cool place. Hmm. The only people who think that place are cool are bandits. Well, I didn't know bandits like that place. Or people looking to hunt down bandits. You're looking to hunt down like. bandits? Do you know... The Muffin Man? Lareth? I've heard the name. How do you know Lareth? Who told you that name? Oh, we gotta kill him now, don't we? Pardon and Rufus? Hmm. Really trusted you with that? I sure did. Well, okay then. Are you going out there to take care of Lareth? We might try. Hmm. Well, in that case, I guess I might have to help you then. Hello? And so Elmo kind of sits up a little bit and turns to you guys and he says, I'm an agent working under the Baron himself. Baron Grellis is my employer and I'm an agent in these lands. And I've been hunting down this man for a long time, waiting for the right group of people I could trust with this kind of business. Dig, dig. I know dig, dig. I'm surprised as well. All right, and that's where we're cutting for this episode. Hey everybody, it's the Young Grognard here. I want to say thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. If you have anything you'd like to tell me, any questions or concerns, shoot me a tweet over at YGrognard on Twitter, or send me an email at younggrognard at gmail.com. As always, keep it real, and more importantly, keep it dungeonous. Thanks. <laughs>